I don't know the right wording for it, but there's definitely a feeling of, you know, enough is enough. You know, we got to win. And uh, we're in the business of, you know, winning, you know. And, you know, if you don't win, you know, it doesn't feel too good. When you do win, it feels pretty good. And, uh, you know, you want to make sure that, you know, win or loss, you come in and you're always trying to get better and get better at things you got to get better at. But for us, you know, you know, this is a big game uh, for us, just like they all are. And it's a big game because it's the next game. You know, and it, what an opportunity for us to get back on track on the road in a hostile environment against a really good football team. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Alex Gold, Aaron Hawksworth, hanging out with you. One hour to go. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. We're just, what, an hour and a half or so away, roughly, until kickoff of the Bears and the Lions. A little bit less than that, as a matter of fact, for the Bears and the Lions. We'll also uh, have the Bills and Saints later on tonight. We're heading out to Dallas here in about 20 minutes or so to check in with Ari Timken, who hosts for the Cowboys Radio Network and 105.3 The Fan, also hosts BetQLU in the action on Saturdays right here on BetQL from 12 to 4 Eastern time. Uh, the Cowboys getting ready to take on the Raiders later on this afternoon. Uh, we, we had a development, though, during the break that you were telling me as well. You figured out, we were wondering, when is it too early? When is it too early to actually show up? When is everybody going to eat? for thanksgiving uh i'm a today a three to four o'clock in the afternoon you got an answer on this for you yeah so i thought it would be good you know i'm gonna bring some alcohol some wine that'll be my contribution since i'm that's always nice i'm I'm clearly not cooking um so i thought that was a good segue to be like so uh what time are we eating and she said around 1 30 it's super casual so i guess i'm getting started early and then my daughter's dad offered to bring us food and dessert as well. So I may be just eating all day, I guess. <laughs> Perfect. It sets up nicely to watch some football. You heard from Derek Carr there coming back from break. And, and, and you were, you were kind of laughing a little bit as you heard from Derek Carr. Like, that was such a Derek Carr type of comment. Generally seems like a really nice dude. Says he's fed up. I've heard these kind of comments time and time again, having covered the, the, the Chiefs and these Raiders matchups. Uh, for a couple years and throughout my life, frankly, of Chiefs Raiders rivalry and everything like that. This right now in the spot the Raiders are in, look, is a whole new territory in terms of the off the field situation, unfortunately, and the terrible tragedies that's occurred with Henry Ruggs and, of course, the John Gruden emails as well. But what the Raiders are doing is they come in as, you know, seven and a half now point underdogs. This is what they typically do. They start off hot, Aaron. They were five and two. Now they're five and five. The calendar turns to November. The temperature gets colder, and Derek Carr and the Raiders start to, you know, to, to have some issues. We've seen it the last two or three years. It's happening again here once again. The Raiders are heading in the wrong direction. We'll get more into our plays, but I can just tell you off the surface here, I like the Dallas Cowboys today. First off, that Derek Carr soundbite that we had at the top of the segment, that was the most generic. You could plug in any quarterback or even a coach, and, and, and you wouldn't even need to know who it is. It was like, oh, yeah, it's important because it's our next <laughs> game, and it feels so good to win. It's like, okay, we get it. Um, That's listen, Derek Carr for you. <laughs> I know. The Cowboys are a little bit banged up, but I think they should be fine against the Raiders um let's be honest it this is a Raiders team they're playing like their season has already ended and it you mentioned it it seemed like it was not too long ago that I was looking at 
Raiders futures? Are they going to be a playoff team? What's Derek Carr going to do? Um, and now it's just, it, they've fallen so hard and they've had a lot to overcome. We don't need to go into all of that, but it's, it's been a tough season for them. Even when things looked positive that maybe this would be, you know, they would be a playoff team. It's all unraveling and the Raiders can't put up points. You look at their losses too. I was looking at their schedule. They just haven't put up points at all. They put up 33 points when they beat the Ravens in overtime. But other than that, it's just been some lower scoring games. Um, I, I I know I'm trying to be bold and do some hot, crazy takes here. Yeah, give me a third money line bet. Give me a third I don't one. Know. I don't know if I can do it. I don't care how many mimosas I drink. I'm not sure I'm doing Raiders <laughs> money line. Maybe, maybe if you give me enough um, to drink, I'll just say forget it just for funsies. I'll put a couple dollars on all three of the underdogs to win today, but I do not feel good about this. And if you look at some of the Raiders' blogs and what they're saying on a local level, they want Marcus Mariota in there now. They're like, get Derek Carr out of here. That's how bad things have gotten for this Las Vegas Raiders team. I think it's got to be a complete regime change next season. I mean, I think it's. I think things are pretty bad there for with this franchise. I think they've got to hit the reset button, um, and I think the the Seahawks will as well. They've got to look at that. Um, but if CD Lamb plays, uh, and it seems like he will, right? We got the he's, question, he's questionable, he, but signs are pointing in that direction. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I like the, the Cowboys. The Raiders. In this one. To your point about them and where they're just at as an organization and, and impacting today's game as well. I mean, look at the division they're in. You know, you've got Justin Herbert, as we know, and he's the real deal. And you've got, of course, the, the Chiefs and Mahomes. The Broncos don't have their quarterback situation figured out long term. But that roster looks better than what the Raiders roster is, which is not something I expected to, to say. Now, both the Broncos and the Raiders are, are the, the two worst teams in this AFC West. But What's the quarterback future going to be like for, for both of those teams? And I'm, I'm with you on the idea likely a new head coach, of course, is going to be there in, in Las Vegas and the impact, if you're the, the pressure that that puts on these organizations, knowing that how are you supposed to compete for a playoff spot when you know the other two teams or two of the other teams have Herbert and Mahomes near a division? And I just think yeah. that the biggest struggle and why I like the Cowboys minus seven and a half in this game, Aaron, is the, the, the Las Vegas Raiders, once they lost Henry Ruggs, they have zero deep threat. I know they brought in Deshaun Jackson. They've been trying to, to establish him as a deep threat. It's not working. He's not He's not what he used to be, and no team's buying it. And so Darren Waller, who's one of the best tight ends in football, is having a tough go because nobody respects the deep threat anymore. Josh Jacobs will have a nice performance here or there, but he's not a guy that any team's worried about, and they haven't committed to the run. And so Darren Waller's your best weapon, and teams are keying in on him. Like, I expect the Dallas Cowboys to be able to do so. I actually, if we're looking at, at prop bets for this game, too, just from individual receiving yards, Darren Waller in this game, it's set at 67 and a half yards. I actually like the under in this mm. one. Uh, against. I know Travis Kelsey last week tore up the, the Cowboys' defense, but, yeah, you had to worry about Tyreek Hill, or you had to worry about, you know, uh, uh, another weapon, for example, in that offense. Not the case here with the Raiders. So I like the Cowboys minus seven and a half. I also like under 67 and a half receiving yards for Darren Waller in this game. All right. So I have a couple trends for you. Thanksgiving favorites of seven or more points, and the Cowboys are obviously seven and a half. Um, they're 16 and three against the spread. Um, the other popular trend is the public tends to do 
very well. So heavy public favorites on Thanksgiving. It's almost like the books are like, we're so grateful that you gave us all your money. We'll give you a day <laughs> where you do well. So those Thanksgiving um, heavy public favorites on Thanksgiving, those teams, 24 and 7 ATS. So public Thanksgiving wow. favorites, 24 and 7 against the spread. The public coming in on the Cowboys and the Bills. So history shows us this is probably the way to go. Well, it's also have just a nice, a, have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we can all we can all use it uh, here on Thanksgiving. I, 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 the Cowboys are to me in another one of those spots that we've discussed a little bit with the, the Buffalo Bills, but on the uh, the opposite end, right? The Cowboys aren't in any danger of losing their division like the Buffalo Bills are, and like I like how the Eagles are playing, but the Cowboys are still going to win this NFC East. Yeah. But that oh, performance. you're going to sleep on the Washington football team now that I, they oh, won two in a row? Totally. I the am re- not a, the a resurgence of Taylor Heineke? <laughs> yeah, you're not going to catch me believing in that. And, and this may stun you. Uh, Jason Garrett's not the only problem for the Giants either. So, you know, they're not <laughs> – you know, they're not going to suddenly. How ridiculous was that that they point the finger? Poor Jason yeah. Garrett. He gets, he's been picked on throughout his entire yeah, career. He's been ter- the whole Man, time he's... he was the head coach of the Cowboys. Get this guy out of here. And then, as if it's just him that's the problem for the Giants, come on. Yeah, of course that's it's just not just him. Putting a it's band aid on but... the problem by firing him. Sure. I mean, look, it can only go up from here, I guess, if you're the Giants by moving on from Jason Garrett, because I think his play calling has been abysmal. But I'm with you on, of course, it doesn't mean that Joe Judge hasn't been an issue for that team. And Daniel Jones is a guy that they got a tough decision to make, or maybe it really shouldn't be that tough of a decision to make this offseason. But my, my point being just about the division picture is the Cowboys, to me, they're, to me, it's a great bounce back spot. Short week. They, they didn't perform well against Kansas City offensively. They only got nine points against the Chiefs, uh, against a defense that people didn't have much high regard in. And I know they've been without their left tackle, and Amari Cooper, of course, is, is going to still be out for this game. But I think this is a great spot for Dak Prescott, who is still very much in the MVP conversation, to go out on a nice Thanksgiving day and have a big-time performance because the MVP race is still wide open. And Dak Prescott's sitting there uh, and has as good of a shot as anybody right now. Is trying to get the latest MVP odds uh, Excuse me for for today, and I was pulling it up. And yeah, sit nine to one. He was seven to one before the Chiefs game, and he's down to nine to one. I still think that's really good value considering he plays for America's team and it's the Dallas Cowboys brand and he's coming back from an injury. And if they, they end up still having a chance to be the number one or number two seed in the NFC, I think it bodes well for Dak's MVP case. And today's a nice setup for him to have a, a fantastic game and a big time performance. Yeah, I think the the Cowboys will get up for this game. They've been a little inconsistent, but Against this Raiders team, I feel like this is a perfect opportunity for them to shine and get rolling again. Um, I thought about putting the Cowboys in a teaser. I haven't because I got burned by it. I think I mentioned I got a little teaser crazy. And so throughout the week, like sometimes I'll be betting during the show. And then at one point I'm like, oh my God, I put the Cowboys in four teasers. And then all of them lost. So I'm like, I'm trying to... I'm just still a little bitter and upset. So I'm like, maybe I'll just back off and take a week off from the teasers. But it could be a spot to tease Dallas down minus one and a half and, and you know, put that in a two-leg teaser with some another team. You could tease the Broncos up, for example. There's, there's you know, some other spots we've discussed on the show throughout the week. 
Oh, I think it'll be a popular teaser play this week. With I think no question, you will not be alone on on that with the Cowboys. People will tease them. That I, you know, you, you know where I'm at on the the Bears game earlier today. So I'm not gonna. T- if if even though I think the Bears cover the three, if you were telling me, hey, you got you got to pick a teaser for for this game today or this day of Thanksgiving football, I'm with you. I'll tease the Cowboys down. I actually would tease the Lions up, and I would tease the tease the under. So in, in that same game at 41. And tease it down. So then all of a sudden, what? I'm at, I'm at, I'm at 34. Oh, I've never teased the 35. total. Yeah, so you can tease. Of course, you can tease the the total a little bit there. So if you're worried that 41 is still getting to a point where that's hard to stay under, you can tease that wow. down to 35. Wow, I never thought about that. See, now you now you just got me losing more money because I want to do that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> also, some Golf news, too, in that. Yeah, in that, in that Bears game. Your thunder there. No, you're good. You're good. I mean, that is that is big news. It was expected where things were, were headed. This Jake Laser with some injury news. Goff is going to play. He's active. We were just talking about the Cowboys. C.D. Lamb out, according to Jake Laser, still dealing with okay. concussion protocol. So I, you know, is that we'll, we'll see if there's any line movement before we're off the air here in the next 40 minutes or so. Last week, heading into the game when Amari Cooper uh, was ruled out. The, the line was Chiefs minus two and a half. There was no line movement on that. Now, the Cowboys are minus seven and a half. Now that CeeDee Lamb's ruled out, we already knew Cooper was out. It'll be interesting to see, does that seven and a half uh, get, get bet down? If you haven't made your Cowboys bet at minus seven and a half, Aaron, you might, you might want to wait a little bit and see if, if that, does that number does that number get down to seven. Uh, do people feel that the CeeDee Lamb injury impacts that number enough to where you can start putting money on the Raiders? I'm just so down on Las Vegas that whether it's seven and a half or seven, um, I, I'm not all that concerned. Although, if you haven't made the bet, I, there's no reason to make it now that the news is out. See if that, see if there's some line moving and that thing gets knocked down to seven. I know, and I'm tempted just just to take all underdogs today, just to be different and have fun with it. Because why not? It's Thanksgiving. Just sprinkle a little bit on <laughs> it. But I think you're right. Now that we know this news with CD Lamb, I doubt it'll change that much, but it could. You yeah. know, and then maybe there is some value on the Raiders at that point. But um, hopefully you already put your bets in for this game or put Cowboys in a teaser because I feel like that's the best uh, way to look at it. Should we take a look at some props? Was there anything yeah. that you liked in this one? So just so one that stood out, I mentioned the Darren Waller under receiving yards. What was the number? I just I had it a second ago. I think it was 64, was it 64 and a half receiving yards. I have to pull it back up. That's a, that's a bet I do have in today for Darren Waller under on that. I, I just don't think the Raiders have enough weapons to where the Cowboys are worried about anybody else. 67 and a half. Thank you, guys. 67 okay. and a half. Is, I like the under 67 and a half for, for Darren Waller in that game. So my only two plays in this game is is Darren Waller under and then the Cowboys minus seven and a half. I do not have any props on this game, but I'm just trying to pull up some stats to see. Well, with CD Lamb out, with CD Lamb out, maybe you look at you know a Michael Gallup or a Cedric Wilson prop bet in terms of receiving yards. Cedric Wilson's probably an, an intriguing one who's been uh, nice and filling roles throughout this season. I got one for you guys, Dalton Schultz. Um, not a tight so- end. For an anytime touchdown and anytime you sprinkle an anytime touchdown, especially on Thanksgiving, you sprinkle the first touchdown. But uh, yeah, so Las Vegas, bottom five in tight end reception allowed, tight end yards allowed, tight end touchdown. Hmm. There, I'll be playing that. I believe I got plus 170 on the anytime touchdown. I like it. Plus 170. Cowboys. 
and the Raiders coming up later on this afternoon. How is Dallas reacting to the news that C.D. Lamb is not going to play? We head down to Dallas and check in with Ari Timken from Cowboys Radio Network here. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network. Hey, what's up? It's Ken Barkley from You Better You Bet on from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern. Watch and listen to the BetQL Network, download the free Odyssey app, and search BetQL. Your home for wagertainment is the BetQL Network.